got dog, hot diggity dog. Now we got ears, it's time for cheers. Hot dog, hot dog, no problem solved. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. What happened the first time? You get scared? <laughs> what happened the first time, Adam, was that for some reason, the attachment that makes my phone go into one of the XLR ports didn't read anything. So it was like, instead of being insanely loud, which it always is when I first turn it on, there was no sound at all. Could only hear my phone ringing from not my headphones. And I was very confused. And I was like, Adam's going to start yelling and I won't be able to hear him. So I just hung up. It's very, it's very sad. I feel that was a false start. Uh, if, if this were tennis, I would be ahead by one. <laughs> you get a point for when my shit malfunctions. I think so. Maybe, but I think it's not equal. Cause it's like, imagine in this scenario, a tennis match between two contestants where one Adam St. Germain <laughs> is holding a racket and well, what else are you going to play tennis with? And a the, shoe? Yes. Yes. And the opponent across the court Scott Sullivan is holding seven rackets and juggling three of them. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, listen. You made that choice, okay? You did it. I, you know, no, maybe no one there, put that on you. Maybe there's some truth to that. No one put that on you. I don't mm -hmm. know. We're not rolling yet. Uh, we are. Actually, we are rolling. Okay, I lied. I lied again. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. We're splitting the scene, we're full of beats. So long for now from Mickey Mouse. Me. And the Mickey Mouse Club. Tell you what, I'm gonna start drinking my beer with a straw. Let's see, let's see what, what people say to I'm, us about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna start showing up places, <laughs> sipping IPAs through a straw. People be like, what you doing? Be like, oh, you don't know? But make sure you do it with your CrossFit t-shirt on so they second guess giving you shit in the first place. <laughs> is that, what, what kind of double negative is that? You know there's no such thing. <laughs> it's a CrossFit t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because before I understood CrossFit, but I've said this on a podcast before, but when I used to wait tables at 24 Diner, Saturday morning was CrossFit people morning. And they all wore t-shirts from whatever place they had just done their morning workout. And so I thought repping the gym and constantly wearing a CrossFit t-shirt was a big part of the culture. But the further I've gotten to understand it, I think that's actually was very misleading. <laughs> I yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's like a thing you do like when you go somewhere else. Like you're going somewhere, you're like, yeah, I'm going to rep this shirt so people know what's up. And they were also going as a crew. And maybe they don't all work out together, so that helps them see who's part of the group. I don't know. but Right. They're like, oh, no, I don't talk to that guy because he goes to blah, blah, blah gym. Yeah. And there were like different themed ones. There are CrossFit gyms where it's expressly very important to the identity of the gym that it's like a religious Christian CrossFit. Oh, that's pretty big actually in CrossFit is the whole – christian piece of it yeah there was one particular group that came pretty regularly that that was the iconography of their shirts was very very clear about that point that ain't that ain't my jam but you know that's you do you that's live, cool. live and let live if it gets you to the box <laughs> blah, blah 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 living my life we're still, my life. still calling it box right do you want to say the intro? do you want to say the intro part or do you want me to do it Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the talk show episode 3421 presented by your host, 
Scott, I stand six feet tall, Sullivan. <laughs> and your co-host, Adam, I got recycling to do, St. Germain. <laughs> that is right. My co-host, all the way from Ferris Wheel, Vermont, where he is doing recycling. <laughs> and I, of course, am Scott Sullivan down here in the great state of Texas, Austin, not at the F1 event because my bitch ass can't afford that. <laughs> I feel like I just, can we just back you up real quick? Yes. The great state of Texas. Sir, when we speak about the state of Texas, there's, 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 there's more than one way we speak about it, right? There's the land. <laughs> there's the diversity of the land and the people. And uh, there are many things that are beautiful about that. But let's be honest, the politics of the state of Texas are dog shit. <laughs> so it's hard to defend. <laughs> very, very hard to defend. And, okay. and, and okay. I, I am on the, as the listener may or may not know, this is not a political podcast. I'm like left of left. Like I, my, my personal takes on a lot of things are, are very different than even what would pass as liberal in Texas. So like I'm very uh, a fish out of water here, but I try to live in my live. <laughs> Living my life, living my life, son. Living yeah. my life. By, by the way, I think I'm going to introduce a new segment right now. Yes, let's go. Are let's you, go. Oh, hold on. Oh, you know what? I said that, and I wasn't actually quite ready. Um, <laughs> okay. So now, so now I need to say, you fill you fill in while I get prepped. Oh, I got a vamp. <laughs> well, I was just referencing that it's F1 weekend here in Austin, Texas. We have one of the, I believe, now 21 or 22 F1 races around the world. Not something that about six months ago I would have zero interest in, but watch Drive to Survive on Netflix, and apparently I'm the target demographic for that crap because it really got me interested. I've been talking to Adam about it, and uh, th- today is race day. I don't know what time the race starts because I cannot afford to go to it. Uh, I think you can afford to go to these races if you like buy way in advance and get cheap tickets, but uh, man, the the price is, is pretty steep, and uh, I uh, would watch on TV, but I don't know if I have access to that either. I have to ask. Adam yeah, that's that. that's something we got to figure out. Actually, I was just I was just wondering about that. Is if um, is if it's possible to stream? Like, is it easy to stream or e- no? ESPN Deportes, the Spanish speaking ESPN, has it, but I don't know if you can watch it and just like not understand the commentary. <laughs> oh, I see. I um, see. I see. Because I see. some of the races are limited to they're 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 somehow broadcast. Well, it's going to be. ESPN, I bet it's like. It's like bike racing, right? Like they're probably geo restricted to that market. Yeah. When they're when they're you know not here in the U.S. and they are, as we know, not here in the U.S. very often. Pretty much exclusively, except for this one week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. I would like to be able to watch. There was one time I was at home in Rhode Island, and the Austin race was on ESPN there, but they have like old school cable. I just have ESPN Plus streaming, which somehow doesn't get you access to certain things. I don't know. Why would it? America. Why so, would it? So for the, the listener wants to know, Adam, I have to stop. And and the listener wants to know, what what are you taping together? What What is the box that you're assembling going to house? Uh, what, what do we got there? We got a specialized bike? We got parts? What do we got? Did I say I was taping a box? The the audio clues that I can hear loud enough that I'm sure the listener also You can hear that tape? Yeah, I can hear you taping a motherfucking box together. You we could all, not hear that tape. How did I, ta- how did I know you were doing that? Well, because I started and I said, you know what I'm doing? And I you said, just, I'm taping you, that window again. By the way, you again. just pulled a little piece right there a second ago. I know. Okay, now I'm convinced <laughs> that you can hear it. That's fine. This will be the, the last piece. This will be the last piece I do. 
I don't want to interrupt this listening experience for anybody. These cans is uh, hot, Adam. And I, I'm going to, I have to stop and scold you in front of the listener because this has happened now five, 10, 20 times. You cannot during the taping of a podcast, fucking move cans around and tape boxes together. Hey, that is, I do what I, I, do, what is, I, want. That tech, I do. I do what I want. Yeah. But you that's, that's like going in the gym, you pick up the weight and then you're like, I don't care about technique. I'm just going to figure this shit out. You break your back. <laughs> Hey, you don't like the cans and the tape. You don't listen, okay? It's on you. It's on you. It's all good. On this end, all, all you hear is the occasional sip of a beverage. On that end, <laughs> you have a you have a clue into what Adam's yeah. to do list looks like. <laughs> like Bro, it's full. It's full. You know what I'm saying? It's full. Now I'm looking for a bottle of water so I can drink it. All right, hang on, hang on. <laughs> we're, a me- give it a smell. we're a we're a mess up top. By the way, this is meandering immediately. <laughs> Okay. Ooh, I don't know what's in that, but it tastes good. All right, listen. Okay, so that was a great segment. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Adam Tapes a Box. New segment on the show <laughs> brought to you by Adam and already a hit with the fans. All right, here's here's the new segment. Here's the new segment. This week's uh your you, this week's <laughs> new <laughs> this week's new Instagram account to follow. Oh, I like this. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Now, this is going to be particularly relevant for people uh, that spend any time in Rhode Island or Southern Massachusetts because it's an account that celebrates the golden age of building 19 advertising. Oh, uh, through, yeah. Through this guy. He did extensive research and archiving of this, and uh, he's got a blog about the stuff. Like, you can totally get into it. So he put, po- I don't know how regularly he posts. I just found it the other day. The account is have underscore, uh, underscore cheap underscore day. Have a keep day. That's what it cheap, cheap, oh, cheap. Cheap. have a uh, cheap. Okay. Yeah. Have a cheap day, which was a classic tagline of building 19 back in the day. But anyway, so the, the guy who runs this account, I don't even know who it is. Um, <laughs> the guy who runs it, he th- he put he posts a picture of like one of their Sunday ads um, for their circular for the newspaper. He critiques the art in it. He critiques the copy in it. He gives a little history lesson if it's like relevant to some certain thing that was going on at the time. But I mean, it's it's super fun um, for the listener. Anyway, check it out for the listener. I did. I just pulled this up while Adam was talking. You really have to if you aren't familiar with Building Nineteen. If it's outside of your life's experiences. The ads, aside from whatever the store even was, the ads were uniquely uh, unconventional, <laughs> but like in their artwork and, and style. And uh, I had almost forgot about them until just pulling this up and looking. But I was very familiar with these at the time they were, uh, you know, currently circulating. I, I had completely forgotten about it because you know there's no reason to be thinking about building nineteen on a regular basis. No, <laughs> and. Um, and some somebody had posted it to their story the other day, and I was like, "What is this?" So then I went down a rabbit hole, and man, it, it brought back a lot of memories. It was a lot of fun. So how would anyway, you, if you were trying to explain to someone from up there from I don't know if Vermont had a building nineteen, but if you were trying to explain to someone outside the region what it is or what it was, what what was it? I mean, I know I was there, but how would you explain it? Uh, I think that they describe themselves as an extremely messy department store, and <laughs> That's nice. it was a. Uh, it was a warehouse. It was a warehouse space, like really terrible merchandising. Things are just crammed in there in crates and boxes. It was, it was a mess, completely a mess. They had everything and it always changed and rotated. And 
before the internet, this is where all closeouts and fire sales and factory seconds and overruns and all that stuff, this is where it would go. Yep. Jerry, yep. Jerry, who ran Building 19, would buy it and his buyers would buy it and then they would stock it uh, at, the, at the store. And it would be like absurdly low prices. It's a lot of it was crap. Like a lot of it was just junk. <laughs> That's right? kind of what I mostly remember was trying to find something good in the pile. Is my kind of my memory of it. But yeah, you, but there, you would invariably would, but you had to sift. <laughs> oh yeah, you had to you had to dig. You had to dig for you had to earn it. You had to totally earn it. But uh, but yeah, they I mean they had clothes, they had home goods, they had sporting, they had everything. It was crazy. And. Um, Anyway, I think like the internet eventually kind of like put their business model out of business, but and they cool. also as a side note, I'm looking at one of the ads. They straight up did did not give any about like IP and stuff because they have ads where they're clearly drawing Simpsons characters. There's one here that says Store Wars and it has a Darth Vader. Jerry is like meant to be Luke, and there's a little, <laughs> it's uh, Princess Leia. It's it's wild like that. You can't do that. <laughs> Well, it was the eighties, right? Like, you know, who, nobody's paying attention back then. It's just yeah. like a local newspaper, a no, local newspaper at a local <laughs> store, right? These days you could not do that. <laughs> I don't no, think. Yeah. no way. Not even, not even close, but it's pretty, not even it's close. pretty great. I would, I would have we, a separate rabbit hole would be who was the artist. Maybe, you know, I don't know who did these. Oh, so actually if you, if you get into it, so I read a bunch of them, I read a bunch of the descriptions and apparently the artist for a long time was this guy, Matt. And you can see, uh, he signs most of the art, M-A-T. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. It seemed like he was like the artist for a really long time. Very cool. It's interesting. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's interesting uh, Instagram. Check that out, guys. That's a good one. Uh, we, we were talking about one in the past. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or just in our text thread, but the uh, development fails, that's also a good one that I uh, have. Oh, man. That one is wildly entertaining and it's, and it's a mixed bag, right? Like it's like stuff that's completely failed and blown up things that just like didn't take off. Right. Yeah. yeah just were like the subject of bad timing. You know, I think, um, yeah, that one is, that one is also good for that sure. Develop, I think it's development underscore fails or something like that. I don't know. You'll find it. Um, out there. I think it's pretty popular. I think if you just put that into the search, yeah, that one's popular. grown quite a bit. It is development underscore fails. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Adam St. Germain, what have you been up to the low these many weeks? I believe we last podcasted about three weeks ago, maybe four. Yeah, I went to, uh, let's see, I was at Killington uh, Resort down in Southern Vermont for quite a bit. We were there with Specialized and some retailers riding bikes and uh, having a good time. So, like, that was super fun. Um, What else have I done? Well, what the listener doesn't know, since late last podcasted, you've tried to destroy your truck, your body, and your bike. And uh, oh, did that happen? <laughs> okay, you're right. And I you're believe right. at this point you've succeeded at none. They've all survived to some degree or another. <laughs> <laughs> they did all survive barely in some cases, but you know it was fine. Yeah, that uh, that did happen. So um, a few weeks ago, we did a. Hey, I'm going to move some stuff. Don't freak out. I'm making a seat. We, we might have discussed the truck issue on the last record. Now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I think we might have discussed that. We didn't discuss that after the truck issue, you immediately went out and tried to kill yourself with your bike. Did I crash my bike? You crashed your bike like a week after you crashed your, your truck, I think. Oh, yeah. I was at Killington, actually. That's it. You're exactly right. So I was like, 
uh, you know, I was like par for the course, last run of the day. And I was like, oh, yeah, I totally got this. I know this trail. And then um, I slid out on a bridge and ate shit at like 30 miles an hour <laughs> and uh, bru- bruised my hip really bad and like couldn't, I couldn't really walk well for the rest of the day. And it was fine. You know, no big deal. Hit my head. Good thing I had the full face helmet on. It was good. It was proper, proper crash, proper crash for sure. <laughs> well, but you it, know, pa- it, it paled in comparison. This guy I work with, he had to, he had to out, outdo me a few days later. He crashed and sent himself to the hospital uh, oh. with nine nine broken ribs and uh, oh, and, a, and a broken nine was it nine ribs, one collarbone, and three transverse processes. So that means he he really ate it did he was it from a a higher height or a higher speed or what how did he accomplish that much damage or did he just crash poorly like what happened uh now he's a friend so we don't want to call his technique bad but like what happened yeah i mean i I didn't see it right so i don't actually know what happened he doesn't actually know what happened um he was definitely going faster for Mm. sure uh he crashed in a berm which when you crash in a berm is the equivalent of running into a wall. Like you might as well just like jump into a wall at full speed. So, um, and really what, what did him in, what did all the damage, uh, ironically was his arm. So he didn't get his arm out and his elbow tucked into his rib cage. And and so when he, yeah. yeah, when he crashed, that's what, that's what did all the damage. So, um, Ouch. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. res- respect to that guy. Where I, I laughed a little bit at the beginning, but only because I know he made it out. <laughs> he did. He made it out. Sur- surgery on the collarbone went fine. He's he's uh, recovering well. So, uh, so far, so good. Man, those kind of like, when you're doing that kind of, I've not done that. Was downhill mountain biking? Am I correct? Yeah. Which is which is now it's it's uh, I would say the the uh, people would more often call it now lift serviced mountain biking. Oh. Cause it's still downhill, but downhill has like a certain connotation of being like extremely technical okay. and not all the lift serve stuff is like some of it's just really fun. Gotcha. So yeah. Well, you gotta, you just, gotta make sure that people know that if, if you're doing something hard that the people having fun are not doing the same thing. It's very important, <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta put a line right down the sheet of paper on that. That's right. Be like, listen, no, 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 no. No, that guy's, listen. that guy's smiling. What I did was I didn't smile at all. <laughs> I, I don't know fun i don't know fun all right listen we we all know what we're here for let's get into it let's talk about this fucking hot dogs okay we're talking about hot dogs today so yeah, yeah recently uh on the talk show uh war room uh text thread there was some discussion of summertime hot dogs i know it, summer's fading away is now october right like we're almost into november still feels a little bit summery here in Austin. That's how it goes. But you guys had a first frost in Vermont, right? Just this morning was the first frost. Yeah, it's actually been pretty warm. The, um, I'm sitting out in the in the yard right now. It's it's really nice sunny day. The foliage is just hitting now. It's actually a little bit late, so um, it's been pretty warm up to up to this point. Yeah, I would say that this time I would make the argument that this time is the time when we're most thinking about backyard barbecue food because we know it's going away, right? Maybe you want to fire it up one more time before you're. Uh, That's right. You got to. You got to get that in. Get yeah, it in. Yeah. So we were talking about hot dogs and what makes a good hot dog. What's a good backyard hot dog? What's a good condiment for a hot dog? What's not a good condiment for a hot dog? And found that there were some very divisive opinions on that subject. And then it translated a little bit into into the backyard burger as well. 
But I thought a fun segment game we could play. I found, and this is, I, for the listener, please don't get mad at me. This is courtesy of HGTV, and I've not vetted it. But I found an article about the do's and don'ts of hot dogs. Um, Wait a second. Wait a second. Yes. What the, what the fuck does HGTV know about cooking? I don't know, but there was the first thing that came up that had like a, a good like yes no kind of format where I thought it would be easy for this. Okay, I'm in. Sign me up. So the way this game is going to work is I'm going to read a, a, a statement about th- something you would do with a hot dog or not do, and then Adam's going to tell me whether it's on the do not do list or the do list. Mm. And this segment's called Hot Do, Hot Don't, I guess, or Hot Dot, Hot Dog. Don't hot dog. Don't this segment is called hot dog. Don't or do with Adam St. Germain. Ready? As long as it's not hot dog. Do do hot dog. What do you think? You got the word or, hot or dog. Hot. Let, let's punch this up in real time. We got hot dog. Do hot don't. dog. How, how are you going to put it together? Hot don't <laughs> hot don't. I think it, yeah. <laughs> this, this segment's called hot don't. <laughs> I'm going to start off. Um, Oh, there's some percentages of what people like too, which is going to be very interesting to say at the end. Okay, okay. Okay. So use a cloth napkin to wipe your mouth when eating a hot dog. Paper is always preferable. Is that a hot dog do or a hot dog don't? Use a cloth napkin to wipe your mouth. That's a hot, that's a hot don't. That's a double hot don't. <laughs> Uh, that is correct, Adam St. Germain. Don't use a cloth napkin to wipe your mouth when eating a hot dog. That's wrong. Uh, follow-up question. Wait, wait. Yeah. Follow-up question. Yes. Yeah, follow-up question. Yes. What barbecue is, is handed out cloth napkins? I don't know. That's very strange. <laughs> that is <clears throat> I, I, that is already confusing, right? Because if you're in the backyard, someone hands you a cloth napkin, you're like, wait, is the president here? What happened? No, I'm, I'm leaving is what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, no. Mm, I know this, this story. I'm out. Sucks. <laughs> okay, next one, Adam. You're, you're, you're batting a thousand so far. Put fresh herbs on the same plate with hot dogs. Mustard, relish, onions, cheese, and chili are acceptable. Put fresh herbs on the same plate with hot dogs. Mustard, I hate this barbecue. This relish, is the worst onions, barbecue I've ever cheese, been. And chili are acceptable. Would you do or don't do that? That's a triple don't. You're correct again, Adam. That is on the don't list. <laughs> fresh herbs have no business around hot dogs. Is this written for someone that's never been to a barbecue? What is this? <laughs> I guess so, but come on, we're having fun. This is fun. Uh, these are, by the way, it says these are provided by the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, which sounds like some fake shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like some very fake shit. Okay, let's try uh-huh. another one. Uh, serve sesame seed, poppy seed, and plain buns with hot dogs. Sun-dried tomato buns or basil buns are considered gauche with franks. So in, in other words, serve basic buns as opposed to artisanal buns. Wait, before I answer this, you ever see a poppy seed hot dog bun? I have seen, <clears throat> I believe. I've seen, I've seen sesame. I've seen that. I think I have, and I think the context is very specific to a hot dog we've talked about on the podcast before called the Chicago dog. I believe those often are served on a poppy seed hot dog. Bar. Okay. Okay. So it's a regional. Okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, well then, I mean, I guess, am I, am I supposed to agree? Yes. You want to use a plain bun. You're supposed to say do or don't. That's how the segment works, Adam. Do or don't. Oh, uh, do. Yes. You're right. Do. You yeah. are batting a thousand, my friend. Strong do. All right, we're going to do one more, and then we're going to go to the percentage of toppings lists according Ooh. Ooh. To, to this group. Um, let me see what one would be fun. 
Oh, this is interesting. Take more than five bites to finish a hot dog. For footlog wieners, seven bites are acceptable. Take more than five bites to finish a hot dog. For footlog wieners, seven bites are acceptable. So that statement would go like, a, wait, hold on. I, I need to know if this is like, is this a legit footlog? Like a, like a real 12 inch hot dog in the second clause of the sentence? Yes. Okay. Take more than five bites. No, don't. Yeah, <laughs> you're correct again. So the way the sentence works is don't take more than five bites to finish a hot dog. Don't take more than seven bites to finish a footlong. <laughs> Which now is, I feel I feel like I feel like there's a there's a disconnect there though. Seven bites on the foot long. I don't know. I I, I like I have no like frame let's of think, reference. Let's think about this. Let's think about this. Okay. Let's say, let's say a regular hot dog, straight up ballpark Frank, right? Like a regular hot dog is six inches. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, and so they're saying you should do it in let's say four bites, just to call it an even number. That's sure. an inch and a half per bite. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Well, then I need eight bites to eat a foot long. You would think, but they they just strongly disagree with you about that. Oh, I see. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. No, yeah, I don't I know. You got to account for the fact that on a foot long, some of the dog is is not overlapping with the bread, so the bites are not all the same. Okay, okay. So you so you make up a little bit of difference there. Okay. Yeah, because because you're dealing right. with on this on the on the standard ballpark, Frank. You you got a hundred percent dog to bun equivalency yeah you get all that yeah okay <laughs> you get one you get one to one bun to bun to dog oh, this, all right. this one's this one's we're good we'll go out on this one just because i know it'll make you angry okay do or don't bring wine to a hot dog barbecue Beer no get soda. the fuck out of here no no do not do yeah. not what, what kind of asshole brings wine to a hot dog party <laughs> Also, wait, also, hold on. Hot dog party? Yeah, it was a hot dog party. Hot dog party? That's, by the way, we should have a new podcast. Me, you, and Matt can all be on it, and it should be called Hot Dog Party. (laughs) But, like, imagine that scenario. Hey, Scott, what are you doing next Saturday? Hot dog party? I'm having a hot dog party. And then you would say, you mean a barbecue? And I'd be like, don't you fucking correct me. It's a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Adam's Adam's got weird lately. (laughs) Something's going on. That is really funny. That came out. weird. I can't believe that came out of my face, but it does say hot dog barbecue, which is very close to hot dog party. And Oh, it doesn't. Oh, wait, wait. So hold on. As I'm reading, it says hot dog barbecue, which I've never (laughs) ever heard those three words in order that way ever in my that's, life. That's almost even funnier. <laughs> what kind of barbecue are you making, hot dog? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you going to have at the barbecue? Hot dogs? Anything else? Nope. Nope. Do you remember? Oh, this is a fun fact. Former presidential candidate. Oh, what is his fucking name? Mitt Romney, that weird zombie guy. They asked him what time, what his favorite food was, or what it might have been what his favorite meat was, or just his favorite food was, and his answer was hot dog. But I think the the question was actually, what is your favorite kind of meat? Like, it might have been they were talking about barbecue, or, you know, like it came up. Question, question, question. And he said, hot dog. Was was he asked this question by uh, an eight-year-old? Well, he was by an American journalist, which is essentially the same thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> Damn. Sick burn on American journalism. Throwing bows. <laughs> Elbow oh, to the man. head. All right, let's hit these percentages on these topics because I know they got it wrong. Well, I think the way to the way to to do this here because it's very weird. And right away, I'm going to stipulate that there's a list here, and it's one, two, three, four, five. The top six favorite hot dog toppings, according to again the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. And I'm going to say right away before we start arguing about it. <laughs> That is total bullshit. But what do you think? If you had to guess, Adam, I'll give you, you want, you're going to guess the podium and we'll see how many of them you get correct. Favorite hot dog toppings. What do you think the top three are? Um, ketchup. And I'm not going to tell you until you mustard three. Mm-hmm. relish. So you guess three. Do you want to throw in a fourth just for fun? Onions. I am going to congratulate you on one thing, Adam. You got two of the top three. You got four of the top five. The the, the, the curious one that made the podium, I'm baffled by because it's so specific. But okay, the list reads, number one, mustard. 30% of people say they like mustard on their hot dog. Number two, ketchup. 22% of people say they like ketchup on their hot dog. Number three, chili. 12% of people like chili. In our <laughs> what? Which chili? strikes me as completely besides the point of a backyard hot dog because that's more of a restaurant specialty hot dog. Like, like happy- a ch- I mean, a, a chili dog is like serious business. Now, and, and I'm going to ask you this. I'm serious. Maybe you won't remember. I don't know. It's now that I'm thinking about it. Have you ever been served the option of a chili dog in someone's backyard? <laughs> I don't think I have. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. No, I got to go. No on that one. That strikes me as something uniquely for a restaurant experience. Yeah. Or like a, or a hot dog truck, right? Like cart or something. It doesn't strike me as a backyard thing. Maybe we're going to get yelled at by people about that. So that's number three. And then relish onions rounds out, uh, fourth and fifth. And then, uh, sixth place, which is as far as they went with sauerkraut and only 3% of people prefer that. I mean, but those yeah, are all what, everything on that what? list makes sense except re- not relish relish makes sense chili the chili is so strange yeah that's weird oh this is that fun. is weird from the u.s department of agriculture this article also includes some hot dog safety tips hot dog safety tips <laughs> some hot dog safety tips these are you know i i feel like in retrospect i just want to say we should have opened with the safety tips <laughs> i fucked this all up i didn't know this article was this good i was started at the beginning and it was terrible i didn't realize there was good stuff in here too okay although hot dogs are fully cooked you should reheat them and make sure they're steamy hot throughout hmm what do you think of that tip adam is that does that help you in any way I mean, I, you know, look, I don't know. I've eaten cold hot dogs. So what do what, what I say? <laughs> I, I'm living, I living dangerous. Living yeah, dangerous. I, I definitely, I don't know if I ever have, but I've definitely watched people eat a cold hot dog straight out of the thing. It is supposed to be totally food safe. When you leave the grocery store with hot dogs, head straight home and refrigerate or freeze them immediately. Jesus Christ. I don't like these people telling me what to do. I don't like it. Okay, this is one, Adam, you, you can add to your repertoire of knowledge. Never leave hot okay. dogs at room temperature for more than two hours. In the hot summer months, when the temperature goes above 90 degrees, no more than one hour. This is, this, look, here you go. Now that, <laughs> I, one. I know you can't get sick from that because I have violated that rule many times and been just fine. <laughs> well, I just want to say, if you're having a barbecue 
Okay, it's a hot summer day. You're like, yeah, we barbecue it, and you got hot dogs that lasted on the serving platter more for than more an than hour. an hour. You done Your fuck. party sucks. Yeah, you done. Fucked it up. sucks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Or, or you made way too many hot dogs. Yeah, and and hot dogs really, I think, are in you know a, a category of food where you really want to get that on the bun and eat it off the grill because they, the the diminishing returns are are they kick in pretty quick on most. Like at least the kind I've used at home, you know, there's different brands and stuff. But I feel like they they don't do well with cooling down in terms of texture or flavor. You really want to get that on the bun and enjoy it, or be done with it. I I think that's yeah. I think that's totally uh, that's totally true. Uh, same with like corn on the cob, right? Like you want that hot, fresh, like yeah. corn on the corn on the cob. Once it's cooled off, is like meh. I suppose a burger, if you like look after it and then maybe warm it back up can kind of survive that experience, but a backyard burger maybe, but like the hot dog, let's just put on the number that we know people want to eat right now. <laughs> right. There it's you not, go. it's not like the cooking time is laborious. It's a freaking hot dog. I mean, you throw it out there, you walk away, you come back, it's done. What are, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't get it. Did you fin- it sounds it. like in the background here that in the interim, we've either gotten enough of your attention that you've stopped or you've completed the task <laughs> of putting that box together. Uh, no, I was, I was taping, like I said, I was taping a window. Mm, I, was put, a window. I was applying painter's tape to a window. And okay. uh, no, I have not finished. I just, I walked away. Fantastic. All right. I know, that- I know the listener and yourself, very sensitive ears. So, I, I, you know, for your interest, I walked away. Adam, I, I've told you this before, but these cans are hot. These cans are very hot. Hot cans, bro. Hot cans. <laughs> I can hear all the things that are going on. It speaks, uh, it speaks to the quality of the microphone you got there. You got the Bose on today? I don't know. What, what headphones are we rocking? I do. I have the Bose today. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get to the Bose. I can hear everything you're doing in that room. They're very, they're very sensitive. The microphone on this thing is so sensitive. It's insane. So that was um, a segment called Hot Don't, brought to you by the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, I guess, and HGTV. Right. Well, related to Hot Don't, it's everybody's favorite time of year where the world goes crazy and ruins tons and tons and tons of food products. Tell me more. By adding the worst flavor imaginable. By way of pumpkin spice. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Pumpkin spice season. Guys, I gotta ask you, Adam, what what's your what what how does it come into your universe? Do you, do you notice people enjoying it, getting excited about it? And particularly, is there anyone around you who causes you to have to smell it? <laughs> no, thankfully we have a we have a no pumpkin spice rule here at the house. Although it was <laughs> it was accidentally infiltrated the other day by a yogurt. Oh, so, you know, like we had, we had some Chobani Greek yogurt, you know, little yogurt cups, whatever. Oh yeah, Chobani. And, uh, accidentally someone purchased, and by someone, I mean, not me purchased, uh, a pumpkin spice flavored one. And I, I grabbed it out of the fridge, tore it open and started eating it. And I, I almost passed out. I have two, two follow-up questions about the, the veracity of that story. One Clearly, you were throwing shade at your wife. I don't think Edie went to the grocery store. I didn't store. say that. I didn't say that. I'm just saying. And second of all, you're the one who opened it and ate it like a savage. Okay. You know what? I was trying to be kind, but I'll give you the full <laughs> details. I'll give you the full details here. It was already opened. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. 
So, so so now likely what happened was like it was open for Edie and then Edie didn't eat it because she probably smelled it and she said, hell no, I'm not going to eat this. What's wrong with you? And then <laughs> Smell, daddy, it smells like there's a pumpkin in here. Who ruined this? <laughs> it doesn't even smell like pumpkin. Though. It smells like, like a, I don't it smells like a fake pumpkins in here. <laughs> I don't understand. It doesn't smell anything like a pumpkin. Um, so it was open. And so I was like, oh, I need a snack real quick. I'll grab this yogurt that's already open. Legit. So then I started eating it. But then what was I going to do? I, was, I wasn't going to like, I'm not going to throw it away. I'm not going to waste it. Can't waste. Feeling, waste not. Waste not. Waste not. Waste not. So uh, I ate it. It was, it was heinous. But otherwise, no, we avoid pumpkin spice. It's not allowed in the house. Um, but it's like everywhere now. There's like it's Milano it. cookies, yeah. pumpkin spice, Oreos, pumpkin spice, blah, 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 everything. I'm just like, God damn. It's, it's too much. They take it too far. We have a we have a similar phenomenon here in Austin, and I think it's across the Southwest. I'm not sure exactly where what regions it's it's it's, it's bad, but it's big in the uh, HEBs and Central Market food chains here is when it's hatch chili pepper season. <clears throat> There's is it hatch chili? Is that like a hot chili? Not really, but they vary. Uh, they actually grow with, based on how they grow them. There's a, a pretty decent variety from very mild to fairly hot, um, mm. but they're not a hot, hot pepper. They look sort of like, sort of like a smaller poblano, um, and they do have a smoky characteristic sometimes because they do get smoked sometimes. In these big, uh, they have these barrel smokers that turn them over with a crank, so they like get smoked as they get turned. And anyway, they they grow in a town, I think, called Hatch in New Mexico. And so you can get similar chili peppers from other places, but the only real ones are the ones that are grown in Hatch. And uh, mm. they're mm. delightful. People like them. So when they're in season for about a month, I think twice a year, I think there's two cycles, but everything, there's a version of everything, like everything in the grocery store that's Hatch that thing. So it'd be like, <laughs> Hatch cream cheese, Hatch ch- cheddar popcorn, Hatch uh, like guacamole, like every, anything you can think of, they'll smash. There's cornbread, Hatch cornbread. It's in everything. And it gets to a point where it's like, I don't know if I want to eat everything in my life with that flavor right now, <laughs> which I feel like is the pumpkin spice thing. When October rolls around, people want to consume everything in this way. I know it's very, it's, it's very odd. I don't, I don't quite understand it. Tell me, talk to me real quick about the Poblano. Uh, I, so I'm a, I can't, dis- I'm a I can't sound, decide. I'm going to sound dumb if I talk about it too much, but I, I do love a Poblano pepper. Well, here's the thing with a Poblano. I can't decide if I like it. It's well, like part of the problem with Poblanos. If you cook them on your own at home, is that you have to know that the you're outer, saying I can't cook? Is that no, saying? I'm not saying that. I'm saying you have to know that coming out, at me, bro. The outer layer is very waxy and is often removed in the process of making things with it. I believe they remove the skin. I believe so. You you wilt the pepper and remove some of the skin, or you wilt the pepper and keep the skin. I'm looking to see if there's. Ba, 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 ba. I'm looking to see if the, the there's anything here on our good old Wikipedia. After being roasted and peeled, which improves the texture by removing the waxy skin, poblano peppers are preserved by either canning or freezing, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think most of the time you want to get that skin off the poblano, and that can be the barrier to enjoying it because otherwise there's a chewy wax element that's not enjoyable. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you can char them on your stovetop by just laying them on the bare grill, 
and turning them, and then uh, just on the on the gas, like dir- on the blue flame. Yeah, directly over the blue flame. They'll do that oh, wow. in restaurants okay. a lot. You just let it sit there, turn it, turn it, turn it, and then put it on a pan, let it cool down, and then hopefully that skin will just peel right off. Oh, dang. All right. Fun fact. But there's a... He- yeah. HelloFresh sends poblano preppers pretty often, but they do not tell you to do that. And I don't think it's 100% necessary, depending on how you prepare with them, but most recipes I've encountered where I've used them, I've, I believe that was part of the instructions, was to remove that waxy outer layer okay well learn new shit every day yeah yeah fun fun stuff there there's a burger place in town here shout out to any austin listeners uh hop dotty has a fantastic burger called the lano poblano that has like local poblano peppers on it and they like melt in your mouth however they prepare them they're fantastic really good they add like a smoky quality to the burger all right before we move on to the next segment i got a question Okay, let's go. Let's go. What, what was your go-to Spikes hot dog? Oh, yeah. For the listener, there was a, a hot dog chain in Rhode Island and I think maybe Southern Massachusetts called Spikes Hot Dogs. Or just Spikes, maybe. Maybe Hot Dogs wasn't even in I think it was just called Spikes. I think it was just a, it was, it was assumed that it was yeah. Spikes Hot Dogs. And they made these big hot dogs on a big kind of... Uh, relatively thick bun and then they would top them with all kinds of crazy things and i'm thinking i definitely would do a pizza dog sometimes oh, pizza dog they had a pizza dog that was pretty good which is weird because i wouldn't normally think of wanting to make something like that like at my home or anything but they made it for me and it was a little messy to eat but it tasted good it's weird solid solid okay and okay were, and then they had some variation on the chicago dog i don't know what they called it that i did like where it had peppers and it was like spicy and there was mustard on it it, it must have been nah, that. it's gross that's gross i want to see if i can find their a copy of their menu online because i don't know what that dog was called but i think it was a chicago dog variant i always went with the ranger what was on the ranger i think it was like barbecue sauce and bacon hmm Barbecue sauce. I remember bacon. it being uh, like an odd. It was an odd. Do you think that's an like an odd, odd mashup? To, do you think that's an odd nod to Texas, like Texas Ranger? Maybe. I'm wondering what the name is relevant to. Oh, I'm finding stuff, but am I going to find a menu? Oh, Spike's menu in Alston. Maybe there still is one. Okay, we got the junkyard dog. We got the Texas Ranger featuring barbecue sauce, bacon, and cheddar. There you go. Yep. I'm looking. Oh, is that it? Was called the Texas Ranger. It was called. Well, here it says Texas Ranger. Was it always known as that? I don't know, but I don't know. Let's assume it was. Junkyard dog has mustard, tomato, pickle, hot pepper rings. That was my dog. Actually, it was just the junkyard. The junkyard dog. Yeah, because it had the hot pepper rings and the mustard, and that was my jam. Yeah. All right. All right. (laughs) I actually there was one for for the listener who's not from Rhode Island. Adam and I, uh, to varying degrees, uh, had relationships with a bike shop in town called Providence Bicycle, right up the street from a location of Spikes, which I ate my lunch during my shifts there many a time. <laughs> Branch Branch Avenue Spikes, dude. That's what's up. <laughs> that was my jam. They had curly fries, and they were pretty legit, the curly fries there. Yeah, and them, and them hubcap chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah. On this, on this version, it shows them having burgers, which I don't remember. Maybe that's new. Do burgers? They, do you remember them having burgers? I thought they only had hot dogs. Yeah, they, they've expanded their memory, their menu at the location that still exists quite a bit. 
But yeah, because uh, I think the other one's closed. I think all of them. There's apparently there's one in Alston that exists. Huh. Still. Okay. But, uh, anyway, Spike's hot dogs. That, while we're on that topic, that was definitely my jam. The, the junkyard dog. I don't see the pizza dog listed, but I swear there was one back in the day at the old Thayer Street location. Definitely. Well, yeah. maybe. Maybe they retired it, you know? They shut it down. Good. <laughs> the only guy who ever ordered it left the state, so they had to shut it down. Yeah, they were like, oh, hey, that guy's gone, so we ain't making that dog no more. It's over. <laughs> the dog was weird. It's over. That guy was weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Now, it's very important. It's October, which we all know what that means. What does it mean, Adam? It's it's a time. One. A spooky time. Yeah, what is that new trend where people are like, oh, it's spooky season. When did we start calling it spooky season? <laughs> I'm not sure. What is that? I'm not sure. It is the spooky season, though. Wouldn't you agree? It's the spookiest time of the year. I guess. I mean, it's not wrong. I just don't know that I like it. <laughs> Have you done any Halloween-themed decorating with your family? Is there anything oh de- my God. decorated at a Ferris wheel? Okay, so each year we, we allow Edie to pick a new Halloween decoration. So we go to the store and she can pick a new decoration. Doesn't matter what it is. She can pick it. Her choice. So now, okay. Of course there is one caveat here. Uh, you cannot pick, uh, any inflatables. Oh yeah. That's probably a good idea. We don't, we don't get down with that. (laughs) Also, and not energy efficient, right? Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of problems with it, but you know, like we'll just suffice to say, like not for our house, you want to put inflatables in your lawn, go off. Go for it. Yeah, go off. Not, not <laughs> happening here. Although I did see yesterday, I did see, um, like probably the best inflatable I've seen yet. And it was, uh, like the black and white worm from Beetlejuice. Nice. That's cool. Which I was like, Oh, I hadn't seen that one before. I was like, all right, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. There's a little corridor adjacent to my neighborhood where uh, this one street where they, they seem to have all gotten into inflatables together or something. So like clearly the street has made a choice about having these things. <clears throat> and it, some of them are just really dumb, but some of them are kind of cool. There was like a star Wars one that my kid went crazy when he saw, I mean, good for them, but I just, it's a weird thing. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not, it's not for me, but Hey, it's, it's cool. People like them, whatever. It's all good. Um, I forgot where I was going with this whole thing. Spooky season. Oh, oh yeah. He yeah. was so, picking out this year's edition. So anyway, so this year we ended up at Target. Um, Target ahead, send me a gift card for this advertising spot. Uh, $50 plus, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, that's anyway. Target where stuff is the stuff. I don't know. I got What is their tagline <laughs> these days? I don't know. Oh, it's, oh, they have a commercial and I've seen it a hundred times. And I don't remember what it's something. There's a kid kicking a soccer ball and they're like target where like you find stuff like this soccer ball that your kid likes. I don't know. Something like that. That was a good spot. I think, you know <laughs> what? The, we, our prices went up to like a grand now. It's yeah. Expensive. <laughs> yeah. Target. Don't, quality. don't get at me unless you got a hundred in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> this is quality uh anyway so we're there we're like checking out the you know this is early in the month right we're checking out all the decorations or whatever and, and he grabs this like stack it's like three three uh skulls high this giant thing of skulls <laughs> and and it like it's motion activated so it, if you walk by it it says like i see you or like some spooky thing yeah, or whatever good, good. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, that's the one you want. She's like, yeah, this one's wicked scary. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 
So anyway, that was uh that was our choice for this year. But yeah, so we we decorate. We got like all sorts of different stuff around the house. It's always fun to decorate for Halloween. I think. Now my question for you, being a little bit uh, on the rural side of things, what is trick or treating going to look like? Do you think this year? Are you guys going to leave the Ferris wheel or stay in the Ferris wheel? Or are you going to go at all because of pandemic? What are you thinking? I don't know. They do an event actually at school on Friday, right before. Same, so same here. We have a we have a school related event on Friday also. And so, from what I understand, is that like families um, can choose to. We did not choose to this year, but you can choose to set up like a trick or treat station and have it be like a theme and like so you could do like a Star Wars one or whatever. Oh, that's and then cool. the kid the kids go around the school property and go to the different stations and, um, you know, trick or treat their way around the school grounds. Nice. So I like that. That sounds cool. So that should be fun. Yeah. In our little, uh, you know, we live in our, the new house, uh, the South Austin, uh, talk show headquarters is, is in a very, you know, kind of development area where we have lots of neighbors and, and some of them s- seem to be very into Halloween this year and each year we have more neighbors because they're they're still building the development because that's the thing with developments is they develop yeah so we were we were phase zero like we had one of the first houses here and now it's like on phase four and there's more people every year and and the new generation like the the people who came in in phase three and four that for whatever reason they're very into halloween so i feel like we're going to just stay in the neighborhood what we did last year i think was we had a we i have like a fold out you know little table like you know whatever like a fold-out table and i put a little yeah 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 like a oh you know what actually you know what that you know what that table's good for folding out no for barbecues (laughs) you mean like a hot dog barbecue (laughs) (laughs) like a hot dog party (laughs) yeah exactly like a hot dog party you got it you got it (laughs) so yeah we we folded that out and put some candy and it was like a take your own kind of thing because like that was like still during one of the spikes last year i think where we're like wait we're not gonna like go to hand things to people but this year i feel like people might i don't know i haven't given it much thought but i wonder what trick-or-treating will look like this year that's a good question i don't i don't know i don't think i've even seen anything like not that i watch the news all that religiously or anything but i feel like i haven't seen any like pieces about it or segments i'm sure there are there will be as it gets closer this week i think but I, it, it seems a little off the radar to me too i think maybe people don't even want to bother to wage a guess anymore of what yeah true true it's right. so wild but uh i went to a wedding last night and it was mask adjacent but mostly mask free it was all every single part of the event was open air though which was and it was a really strong breeze in the hill country last night so it felt very safe but it was interesting because it's probably the first like when I say sizable gathering, I would say about a hundred people, but probably that's the, a good size though. That's yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. I think when you include this, the caterers and the photographers and stuff, it's probably at least a hundred, 110 people. And, uh, just felt very, very strange to be in, uh, an environment of people not masked. Um, uh, you know, I've not only been vaccinated, but it was out, it was outside though. Every element, the wedding was outside. The reception was outside. We actually never went inside at any point during the event. It was all on this beautiful, beautiful property. And the weather, it was like low 70s or high 60s. Gentle, oh, man. Gentle breeze. Like, it could not have been more perfect for these folks. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And the location was beautiful. Very, like, aesthetically 
southwestern interesting place to be so it was like nice to be outside but it was just kind of it still had a surreal you know we're still coming out of this time where like even to do something that feels pretty safe like that like i wasn't standing on top of anybody like you know well that's good because man that's awkward you know be like get off me yeah and and, i mean they they had like (laughs) bowls with like you know the surgical style masks in certain locations and hand sanitizer like it was very thought out oh so it's pretty yeah pretty conscious which i'm I'm not gonna lie i'm kind of surprised you know being texas and all well you know this was like the demographic of the people there uh yeah sure sure just kind of represented i think you know a certain type there was one guy though and if anybody no one's gonna listen who knows it but if anybody listens who knows the folks from the wedding uh, i'm not gonna name anybody beautiful wedding thank you for letting me be a part of it if you ever hear this but there was one guy who is a family member of either the bride or the groom i don't know i never found out but you know this was a an event where like everybody like very kind of put together, very aware that they were at this nice place and going to act very like chill, like party, but be appropriate, you know, like, you know, you don't want to break anything. Lots of nice stuff around. And there's this one dude who I would Come say on, somebody, somebody had to send it. There, there was a, this dude was sending it so hard. There was this one dude I didn't notice during the ceremony, but as soon as, cause the ceremony was a little adjacent to the party space. As soon as we got to the party space, this dude, like we had just gotten there, like people kind of marched over with this marching band as a group. Like we marched in. A Whoa, line. wait, there's a marching band. There was a Louisiana style band that played what's called like a second line where it's like, dun, 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 and you eat all single file walked it was like yeah it was it was really well done it was a cool thing so we all party trained over to where the wedding was going to be after the ceremony and i never noticed this guy but he got to the front of the line got in the building somewhere found a beer and then came out before anyone else even the bride and groom probably had been served anything and has a big like can of beer and he's wearing all of a sudden i think he changed real quick but he's all <laughs> he's he's like dude is like six foot four 70 years old, big beard, scraggly. He's got on a visor, sunglasses, and flip-flops. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, he looks wild. Just wildly <laughs> out of place. And I'm instantly obsessed with this guy. <laughs> like I'm like, who oh is my that? God. Who is he related to? Why is he here? I never got to find out. And then he uh he very quickly, at one point I heard one of the other guys who was in very, very like Western wear. Turn to him and be like, hey, whatever his name is. I didn't catch, catch the name, but we'll say Steve. Hey, Steve, where's the boots? And he's like, I couldn't keep wearing them anymore. Feet were killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. This guy. Were there, were there hats at this wedding? Hell yeah. Ladies with hats, guys with hats. I was, Everybody's I, just wearing. Did you wear a hat? I bought these kind of, I have to show you. Like, I bought some shoes that are not boots, but are like kind of like nice dress shoes that like have a Western kind of vibe to them. And they go like maybe three quarter length. So they're like higher than. Oh, like, like an ankle boot. Yeah, yeah, like ankle boot. Yeah, they kind of tuck into your jeans. I wore jeans. This was, a, the, 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 the groom was in jeans. We, we were invited to wear jeans to the wedding. But yeah, I went, but you gotta wear, you gotta wear your nice jeans. So I went out and bought a brand new pair. First time I wore them ever. So this yeah, wedding. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta wear them, them dress jeans to a wedding. I didn't have time to get a hat, but I was seriously thinking about getting like a Western style hat. Cause you know. How have you made it this far in Texas without one? I don't know. I just, I, they I, don't, they don't like when they do the census, they don't have that question <laughs> on there. Like, Hey, do you, you got your hat? Where's your hat asshole? You know? Where's your hat? <laughs> I haven't done that yet, but man, I, I tried. I had a Pearl snap shirt on. I had the jeans. I had a nice belt. I had the shoes. I felt like, I, I oh felt- wait, that was, that's what I asked you yesterday. What about, what about the bolo? How many bolos were there? What's a bolo again? Remind me. It's a string tie. 
Right, 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 right. Yeah, there were a couple of bolos. Yeah, there, there were legit where I think at least two or three I can think of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I feel like that's a that's a popular, there popular was, southern fashion piece. Oh, yeah, there was a dude who had a badass belt. There was, it was all the things that you would expect. There were, there were some oh big, yeah! Did you have a big buckle? No, I have. I have one pair. I have one belt that has a big ass buckle that looks like a picture frame without a picture in it. Um, but it's on this leather belt that's kind of getting a little worn in. So I got to switch it over to a different belt so I can keep using it because I get compliments on it. And I'm not like a belt guy, but I have this one belt buckle that's, that people seem to like. I mean, you're not a belt guy because you wear scrubs to work. You know, it'd, yeah. be, weird, it'd be weird to wear a belt with scrubs. And on the back saying. of it, it's embossed like really like deep. Like someone really meant it with the word brass. Like this is brass. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Like who are we, who are we flexing on with the, this is brass. I'm not sure, but hold on. Hold on a second. The buckle is embossed or the belt is the buckle on the back of it. It's like, it, it, it says that it's, it's, uh, or it's carved in that says brass. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, it'd be really weird to have a belt embossed with brass right over your ass. No, I think no. that'd be very oh, strange. Actually, that'd be kind of cool if you're the right person, if that's like something. <laughs> I mean, if that's, sure, if you're the right person. But I'm saying for you. If that's, that's, a, you know, if that's a flex you're trying to make, like go off. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, sure. Get it. Go get it. That's all you. But. So, yeah. So, that was the wedding I went to. It was it, it really not much else to say about it other than beautiful location. And then that one guy who I just really just wanted to spend my night talking to him, but I didn't have the nerve to go make conversation. I should have. Yeah, man. You know, I've been like, bro, you should have been like, Hey man, where can I get a beer? You yeah. got extra flip flops. What's up? <laughs> What's up? I mean, he had a beer so fast. <laughs> it was uh, like, you know, were... somebody like somebody like that. Look, he probably brought his own. Is all I'm saying. He might've, there were a couple people at the ceremony part, which was in like a, kind of a, a nice little field on the side of the hill. Some people seem to know that there weren't going to be drinks for a while because some people had like <laughs> random like bottle of wine and like a can of beer with them. And it was, there were certain elements we got there right when we were supposed to. So we didn't see what happened in the moments before that. But some people had like a whole plan for this party. Apparently. Oh, they were ready. They were ready. These people. Yeah. Dang. But, uh, anyway, shout out to the people who go unnamed. Their wedding was beautiful. Good on them. <laughs> good on them. Good, good, good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, I, although I did, I did wake up with a 99% recovery on my whoop app today, which is dubious after attending a wedding. But. I find, I find this so hard to believe that you got 99%, especially after going to an event and drinking. I had Not one. That you drink, you I, drink a lot, but still. I had one glass of wine, sir. <laughs> yeah, I know. But even if I have one, dude, it, it, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Really? Yeah. That, that would throw you off that bad. That we're, yeah, we're it, would it would drop me like into the 60s maximum. That would be the best I could do. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You, you you need to um harmonize your body with with the potential for anything to happen. Your body can't be that I was sensitive. thinking I was thinking that, that's, that that, that's a flaw, man. Go back to your CrossFit training. Do you just do one weight for, for every day and then hope that no one ever puts a different exercise in front of you? Why are you hating right now? <laughs> Damn. I'm talking shit. I'm saying Damn. you got somebody puts a kettlebell in front of you, can't act like you never saw one. I don't know what that is. What's this kettlebell? What you talking are you, about? Are you walking down a dirt path? I'm walking in my driveway. Okay. All I'm doing is walking. <laughs> I can't even walk on this show. I God. can hear everything you're doing. <laughs> Man, it's brutal around here. Alternate name for this podcast: Adam learns about audio <laughs> productions. <laughs> Nah, probably not though. Probably won't stick. It yeah. probably won't stick. No, anyway. Say. So, Hey Adam, let's hear about some of what you've been working on 
in terms of fitness and goals lately. We got to We got to go out on that here. I think you, you've been, right. you put together a busy week. You started off slow and you finished strong. What was going on this week? I started off slow. I just noticed a, a spike in the middle to late part of the week. That's a, that's what you saying? What you, what you trying to get at? I don't know. I think I, I here. wait, I actually have a question about this. Has okay. your, in this, I, I apologize to the listener because everyone in our little text thread in the talk show, we, we use the whoop app and the whoop app quantifies work in certain ways. And if you're outside of the users who are used to it, it's, it's hard to kind of follow, but I'm curious, has your, has your whoop and your, uh, your algorithm, you think figured out your morning routine to the effect that you don't get much credit for it anymore because you do it every day. Cause you seem to work out pretty hard in the mornings most days, but you don't, you wouldn't know that by the whoop scores, which I think means you've just entered a different level of the algorithm where like, it's not giving you much credit for that because you do it all the time. Well, I think what's going on though, is that while I have been working out in the morning quite a bit, it's all, um, it's all strength based working out. So it doesn't, you don't get the heart rate variability, which is really what drives a lot of the, um, the whoop scores are more sensitive to cardio than yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes, that makes sense exactly. because I've noticed there's some days where I'll do like a reasonable 30 minute cardio workout and they'll seem to be rewarded at a level. It seems a little bit high compared to what I think other people on the team are doing. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's, that's probably the heart rate, uh, zone effect that it's just focusing heavily on that. Yeah. So, so, um, but no, you're right. The last, well, Friday and Saturday, uh, you went off. Shit got real. Yeah. Shit got real. <laughs> well, what happened was on Friday, on Friday, I had like a lot of jumping rope, which we talked about jumping rope, like jacks, my heart rate, like crazy. Um, I think all people, well, not all people, but I think all people who don't really perfect their, their skill at doing it. I mean, it's definitely a skill. There's a, there's a hundred percent of skill involved. So I spent like four minutes jumping rope and like, my heart rate was spiked. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I did that on Friday and then I did a really hard, uh, what we call interval weightlifting, which is where you do some weightlifting straight into some interval work. It's terrible. This sounds, um, sounds very bad. <laughs> oh, it's, it's awful. It's brutal. So that's really hard. And then, um, and then yesterday, was Saturday, right? Yeah. Yesterday I did like a 30 minute long, uh, workout, which was just kind of like constant movement. That was okay. But then I spent the rest of the day or a good portion of the day installing a rack and then a rooftop tent on my truck, which you're like, which you're like, bro, what does that even mean? Well, no, it I, means I was just lifting a lot of things and it was a lot of work. <laughs> and also for the listener, if you, if you think you misheard that he put a rack on top of his truck for a tent. No, he did that. <laughs> hey, it's pretty, it's pretty common. I just want you to know it's pretty common. And is that so, to create the effect of treehouse, or is that for you? What's the practical use for that, sir? What? Oh, so, so, uh, or is there like not one? Go, is it just for fun? No, it's practical. I like to go camping. And oh, I, I have a surprise for you, sir. You're going to be very surprised when you find out. Are we going camping? No, there's this thing at the campground called the ground. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's literally everywhere. Here's the thing. 
Here's the thing <laughs> about the ground, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that one is lumpy. Okay. Maybe yours is. Two. <laughs> two might not be level. Okay. True, true. True. Three. I don't like raccoons. Why not? I don't, I don't want them getting in there eating my Oreos. Those are my Oreos. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. You know what I'm saying? Oreo, Oreo and, situation, I get you. Or maybe I'm going somewhere I'm not at a campground. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm in so, a remote remote area. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't want to ridicule this idea because it looks amazing in the pictures. But I'm trying to think of a scenario where being on top of my truck in a tent... <laughs> in such a way would be favorable to be on the ground and I'm having trouble. Well, if it rain, if it rains. Yeah. Okay. How do you attach the rain layer to the tent up there? Do you have a, do you have a rig for that? Do you have a plan for that? No, no, it's not even, I'm not even talking about the rain layer, but if you're on the ground, let's say you camp it on the ground. Yeah, there's water. I get it. And it rains. Now the water is gonna it's gonna soak into the ground. It's gonna run downhill into your tent. It might flood your tent. You might just wake up in a puddle. I'm gonna deal with that shit. So that won't happen no, thank you. while you're suspended in the air over your truck. But I have so many questions. I, I I I'm gonna leave it at this. I don't want to I don't want to drag the podcast down into my questions about this. But if you're out there listening and you're curious why Adam wants a tent on top of his truck, please hit us up at talk show. It's a podcast on Instagram. DM us with some questions. I will relate them to Adam. We'll, we'll talk about him on the next episode. I I, I, uh-huh. I don't think I'm the only one who has questions about this, but I'm, I mean, you, might, you of, might not be. It's <laughs> like it's like having look. It's like having a it's like having a camper, but without having to deal with a camper. It's like having a camper you could fall out of very easily. Why am I going to fall out of it? Well, here's the thing for the listener. I have traveled with Adam St. Germain uh, many times, uh, including on driving and camping trips. The man, he gets up. He's very neurotic when he gets up in the middle of the night. He moves around very erratically. I think he sleepwalks a little bit. It just seems like a bad idea for the gentleman <laughs> to be suspended on top of a truck. I, I just don't I don't think it's wise. I'm, you're you're inside the tent, though. It's not like it's not like, you know, you'd have to go through the wall of the tent, which would be impressive. <laughs> I mean, I ha- I have been working out, so you never know. Hey man, you never know. Guy does CrossFit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just smashing through walls. It happens. Oh, it happens. Re- reference to a thing you sent on Instagram that I I don't know the guy's name. Can you rep him out? That, that I want to say Russian looking gentleman who ripped the can open because <laughs> he couldn't do. The oh, I don't out. know. No, we're, we're gonna say no. We're gonna save him for the next for okay. the next there, there's episode. G- this gentleman who will be our Instagram reference, uh, our, our our Instagram pick for next episode. Yeah, that was. See, I was teeing it up. Don't go, oh. don't go giving it away. All right, we got to bring this thing home soon here, Adam. I think one of the one of the things I was going to ask you, since this was a food themed episode, we talked a lot about the end of the summer coming, thinking about backyard, you know, barbecues and hot dog parties because it's all going away. What is the food that you think of when you think of this next season, moving in the winter? I mean, I know there's the, the aside from Thanksgiving, which is the obvious. Is there a is there a winter? food that you you get excited about oh i'm gonna be eating this because winter is coming oh bro soup season it's soup season that's soup true. season do you have a favorite soup do you have like a soup that you get excited about when you think about it being time for soup oh yeah so uh every year uh i make my uncle louis uh who's who passed away but i make my uncle louis famous chili 
Uh, is it now? We don't have to go too far down the rabbit hole, but is it a meat-based chili? And does it have? I mean, is, is it? it well, yeah. In okay. my look, in my opinion, I feel like for it to actually be chili, it has to it has to have meat. I think it. that's fair. I think what I was trying to get at more and misspoke was bean. Is it bean heavy, or is, is there a lot of beans in the chili? Oh yeah, there's beans in there. It's like okay. it's it's straight up just beans and like ground beef and there some other is stuff. a variation of Texas style chili where there is no beans it's just like it's it's a meat sauce almost i i'm gonna piss some texans off when they hear me say that but there is a there's a texas style of chili that there's no beans in it yeah there i i i'm gonna have to google it we'll talk about it on the next episode we'll do it we'll do a chili talk because i'm i'm not gonna know i'm not gonna know enough to pull it off right now but you encounter it if you if you have chili around texas sometimes is is a meat a hearty meat almost sauce that is called chili in <laughs> some places it's interesting wow Inter- okay i want to i want to know more about this we'll talk about it in the next episode i, I gotta research it so i don't sound like a dumb dumb i don't want to piss off the texans because they have guns scary i heard that actually i heard that they got guns yeah, yeah. quite yeah. a quite a few of them quite a few of them in fact. <laughs> allegedly yeah. all right yeah. all right my yeah. friend so what what are what are the goals going for we got to talk about reminders goals what what, what what do we do we were talking about weight loss i'm not doing great on that front we we still got a little time left, another week or so. The ga- the gains train is kind of stalled out right around one seventy six. Okay, okay. I've been stuck. I've been stuck at like one seventy six. So I'm gonna have to like eat some more ice cream or something. I've had a very active week, uh, and I'm feeling good. And I think I've, I've got some good routines that I'm doing to get my well. Whatever motivated. you're doing, whatever you're doing this week is is showing in the recovery score because you had a you had a good week. Yeah, I had a pretty good week. I feel good. And uh, I think next week's going to be good too. But it's the interesting thing, just as, a, as an aside, and I've noticed this with other folks that I know who are working on weight loss. I'm not that obsessed with weight loss, but I, I feel like I've got 10 pounds I could get rid of. So that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, nothing extreme. But like when you first start working out again, after a period of not working out too much, too hard regularly, your body doesn't immediately for some of us go into like a weight loss pattern It like kind of, it can actually kind of fluctuate. Like the first couple of days I worked out, I think I dropped a pound or two on the scale in the morning, but then it kind of fluctuated back up to like maybe even a pound above. So it's, yeah, you probably go up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense because your body's not. And, and also like the types of workouts I've been choosing to do are not always in the ideal heart rate zones for losing weight. So just different things to think about, but I being active was the goal. Like the whole idea of losing weight wasn't really for me so much to lose weight as to like have a goal to make me do more stuff. So, so as long as that's happening, I feel like I, I feel pretty good. Next episode, by the way, yes, you're gonna what, have to get. What, wait, wait, what are we doing with the leaves? First of all, what are we doing with the leaves? <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. So. I have a gravel driveway, which you, I, you just know because you heard me walking on it and you were like, why is it so loud? Yeah. Um, so I have, I have a gravel driveway. And so what happens when you have a gravel driveway and you live in farm country is that shit grows in your driveway. That's true. Weeds and shit, right? Yeah. Weeds, gra- like all sorts of stuff, right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to try and do this non-toxic approach. I'm going to lay down a tarp over this section that has a lot of weeds in it. I'm going to smother them out. Uh, with no sunlight, they'll just die. That's what I was thinking. Turns out, <laughs> did they go? Did they go through the tarp? <laughs> no, they didn't go through the tarp. I left it there for like I think like at least two full months, maybe three months, 
and I think it acted like a greenhouse. Oh no! And <laughs> I just, I just, I just picked it up, and those those jerks look better than ever. Yeah, yeah. You you thought you were like, well, what is the thing? You thought you were burying something. There was a C. I don't know. I don't know the thing that people say, but I I don't know where you're going with that. But okay, sure. They they, they tried to bury us. They didn't know we were seeds or something like that. There's like a real kitschy thing people say like that. Is that a thing? Yeah, the artwork. I don't know. Never mind. It sounds it's, like some okay. It, it's a thing the hippies say. I don't. I'm not. Now, what I, what I was gonna say is on the on the next episode, I, yes. you need to give us uh, the long term review now of the Peloton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about the Peloton in the next episode. That, I, I'm gonna do a little more on it this week, so I can give a, be, a more diverse uh, review because I've been pretty consistently doing the same workout just to kind of get used to it. But I want to try a couple of the other teachers so I can give a, a, a little more broad review. We'll talk about that. Yeah, because I because I, I think people legitimately want to know. They want to do that. So I mean, uh, the, the 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 snapshot is thumbs up. But I, I have more to say about it than that. I think it would be interesting to talk about at length, which we'll do on the next episode of the talk show. By the way, accountability challenge. We have both failed. I'll take responsibility for some of it. Uh, our goal of doing what say every other Sunday morning records not going real great. No, but we're going to pick it up in two weeks here. Okay, so let's do two weeks from today, uh, and we'll try to do the morning. I, I Today, like, I slept in. Felt great, though. 99% recovery on the whoop, Adam. Hey, 99, flexing, bro, 99. Flexing 99. on them. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. 99. It's happening. All right, yeah. so two weeks. We're going to do it. Two weeks, let's do it, and then uh, I will talk on the next one about a goal I have that I'm trying to uh, get out there to hold myself accountable for a running goal that I'm working on. So fast. So fast. Oh, so fast. All right. Awesome. So fast. All right. Soup season, y'all. By the way, soup I, season. I, I'm a mushroom and barley guy once in a while. I make a, I make my nah. own mushroom and barley. It's badass. Nah, it's got Dude. mushrooms in it. It's gross. Wait, are you a no mushroom guy? Did I know this? No, actually, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a, some mushrooms. I like some mushrooms. I actually put mushrooms in my core, my, my coffee. And my coffee every morning. Well, that's fucked up. So if now, now we have to figure out what's wrong with your relationship with mushrooms. That you, <laughs> mushrooms that you're putting them in coffee and not in soup. What do you mean? That you got them cordyceps. You you talking about your quads? Those are in your legs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't say quadriceps. I said cordyceps. <laughs> All right, whatever. Cordyceps. All right, Joe Rogan. <laughs> go, They're very different. Very go see, different. Go take your ivermectin and uh, be worried about trans people scaring you. Yeah, you get get your ashwagandha. Get your, uh, I don't know, something. Yeah, we were skipping our, our regular segment, Fuck Joe Rogan, for this week, but... I yeah, to, we'll bring it back. We'll bring it back. I had to mention the name because it kind of gives some of the uh, energy just with the name, you know? It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> hey, man, so. good talk as always. Let's 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 keep it rolling. Soup season, let's go. Soup season! <laughs> What's up? You guys say the right. thing. This podcast has ended. Let us go in peace. Let's go, guys. Soup season. Let's do it. Soup season. Bye. See ya. Southern gatherings takes from the ground. By the thicket. While assembling the nest On the alert for any lingering thread Building frantically without rest
walls grew dense and blocked out the sun. 